This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome along to another edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. It's day three at the Australian Open in Melbourne, and we're going to concentrate on the WTA, the women's draw. And I'd like to say joining me is our WTA women's tennis expert, uh, Mr. Rory Jawani. Uh, Rory, don't beat yourself up. You know, it's been a bit of a tough uh, start to the new year. But to be fair, every year is very t- difficult to get past the opening couple of rounds. You know, we, we, we're waiting to see it. a bit of form. Uh, bookmakers are looking at the form of last year, which doesn't really replicate the form at the start of this year. Um, but I'm sure we'll get it all back by the end of the week. So don't worry about that too much. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope so. I mean, <laughs> I think, you know, a couple had ch- a few chances. One didn't go well at all, but I think a lot of them were close and we just need a few of those, a couple of those to go our way. And hopefully it starts today. Yeah. I think the th- other thing as well is you're not picking minus $5 favourites here, minus $6 favourites. If you looked at the Australian Open over the years, it's had a really, really high percentage of winning favourites that do win. And when you're looking for value and looking for someone to oppose, you know, and and you you, you stand out and try to take the bigger prices, you need everything to go for you. And obviously it hasn't gone yet, but like I say, it's only the first round. Uh, We're not even complete. We'll just complete the first round. A bit of rain today, so there's a few more matches to play. Yeah. Which has affected a lot of the betting, really. I mean, Last night, for example, you would have looked at players who were big, big servers in the in the thinking it was going to be hot, and then all of a sudden it changes and it becomes wet, and then it suits the more the slower players, and then obviously t- tomorrow and and the next day when we're looking at the second round, the, the weather conditions are going to be very different, aren't they? It can be difficult for betters here. Yeah, I mean, we had, I mean, Melbourne famously four seasons in one day, and we had that yesterday. We had we had the heat delay because the uh, the temperatures were too high. And then, so they, I think they delayed for about an hour and then, uh, then yeah, the rain came. So we had play. Of course, we did have some play because a couple of the courts are indoors. They can, they can put the roof on, but uh, most of the courts, um, play was suspended and they'll continue tomorrow. And uh, yeah, we, so yeah, conclu- completion of the first round tomorrow, but uh, we've got plenty of round two matches to get stuck into. Yeah, that's what we're going to concentrate on here today. We're looking at the second round of the women's draw in the Australian Open. I don't know how many games are going to be played because they reckon the, or especially for tomorrow, because they reckon the weather forecast for Wednesday and Thursday is going to be very wet. So that might cloud the way of thinking, you know, for usual traditional sort of uh, people who are looking at hard court form and, and fast surfaces. I mean, it's really changed. As Roy said, the conditions are so crucial when you're placing your wages. But before we go on to the second round, let's have a look how Bet Rivers have reacted to the first round of what they've seen and looked at the outright markets. And uh, in our preview show, we both sort of made a case, you, you much strongly more than me, to oppose Iga Sviantec. Now, obviously, with the slower conditions maybe coming in with the with the wet weather, that could be the only reason why I feel that Bet Rivers have shortened her in the betting because I wasn't impressed with her in the first round and she's now 
uh, a plus two dollar favorite, and there are the uh, the outright markets on the the the, uh, the women's draw. Um, what do you make of those? I'm yeah, I'm I'm surprised it's Fiontech's now what two dollars. I mean, it's I thought she was short enough when the tournament started. Um, we I you know we opposed her, kind of opposed her. We had Niemeyer. Jewel Niemeyer to win the first set, which she had chances to do. She had um, break points. I think it was 3-3 and she had three break points, uh, which she failed to take. And then the second set, she was a break up. So Sviontek, I mean, she is a great competitor. You you can't knock her for that. She's a really gritty, solid citizen when it comes to, to match play. Yeah, the, the conditions will be cooler and they'll favour her next couple of days, but they probably won't do that after after the next couple of days. So, I mean, she's got a very, very winnable match in the second round against uh, Maria Camilla Osorio. She should win that very comfortably. The odds suggest that. But there are tougher challenges to come. Um, in the outright, so next after Sviontek, we've got Sabalenka and Pegula at, at $7. And Pegula, who, you know, was was my pick, um, she shortened already and she won six love six one in her first round match and, and her second round match should be fairly comfortable. And you got Benchich at eleven dollars, Coco Goff and Caroline Garcia at, at twelve hundred, twelve dollars. And I think Garcia's actually gone out since the start, which is I'm not quite sure why, but maybe there's been money for other players to to make that move. Um, the one that I mean, Onjabur really struggled mm. this morning um, in her first round match uh, against uh, who was it? It was I should remember this. I think it was a Czech player. I have to look it up. But she was um, she was a she she won the first set. I think on a tiebreaker. It was very tight. Zidanezek um, of uh, Slovenia, and uh, it was a really scrappy second set. And and Jabir, I mean, she, she Zidanezek fell apart in the third. I mean, it was it was a shame because it was um, it was a good match. But Jabir, you saw her show in a horse. You'd say signs of temperament. She definitely, you know, she had a few racket tosses and and was clearly very annoyed with herself and with the situation. I she came into this a bit of an injury cloud with her back, and and there were moments when I just didn't think she was getting down to her backhand as, as she normally would. But she looked fine in the third set. I mean, Zidanezek, as I said, just fall, fell apart. But that wasn't, if you were backing Jabir outright, what you saw today wasn't wasn't a great sign. So She, she does have a tendency to do that, though, doesn't she? She does have a yeah. tendency to, to struggle a little bit. And then you think, oh, she she's, but then she sort of finds a way of a grit and determination. But she's, I mean, she's 1600. So she hasn't really changed much in the betting no. market. But the Caroline Garcia price is one that interests me because obviously she's my pick. And I thought the two players who were stand out the most impressive from the first round were the two players that both you and I had selected as potential match tournament winners, Jessica Pegula and Carolina Garcia. And the only reason I can see why Carolina Garcia hasn't changed much at all is because she plays uh, Leila Fernandez in the second round, who who yeah. uh, is going to be a very, 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 obviously a Canadian. She's going to be very, very popular with betters. And maybe that could be the only reason why I can see why she hasn't contracted in price, because Bet Rivers feel that a lot of the handle is going to be on the, on the Canadian girl here. Yeah, it could be. And of course, she's a 
US Open finalist a couple of years ago, lost to Emma Raducanu in that final. Um, she hasn't shown great form this season. I backed her for, let's see, which one was it? Auckland. There was Adelaide one and Auckland in the first week of the, of the season. And uh, she won two matches very impressively. And then she got beaten in straight sets by Ezelin Bonaventure, uh, which was a bit of a shock. Um, she won her first round match quite comfortably. Um, here are the outrights, as, as we see. Um, but Garcia is a big step up, and you'd, you'd expect Garcia to win. But we, we know what Fernandez is capable of. So, you know, there is a chance of an upset. Um, looking out there at the uh, at the outrights, one interests me, and I mentioned her um, not really as a betting proposition because I, I thought her price was a little short, but... Barbara Krzykova has drifted. She's now $33. I think she was 25 at the start, possibly 28. And she looked very good in the first round. Um, she beat her, her countrywoman, a young, a young Czech woman, uh, Bajek, I, th- I think how you pronounce it. And didn't seem like there was anything wrong with her game. So, I mean, I'm not at the point of tipping her yet, but she's got a chance she's the grand slam winner mm. and and she looks in fine fettle i would i would imagine that these prices have obviously got to do a lot with the the bets that have been waged obviously on take obviously the way she ended last season would be a very 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 popular pick and i think that two dollars is, is a price that is really because of money that's been bet rather than what we've seen with our eyes in the first round and the other two that have, have uh, i think it will regular your pick i know she's she started off the season fantastic and i think bet rivers are a lot lower than there at plus 700 because she's an American player and it's going to be very, very popular as long as well as Coco Goff. So I think the market is sort of like very low on those Srontek, Pegula, Goff because of liabilities. And I think that offers up value elsewhere because I don't think for one minute this is, you know, this is a wide open event. I don't believe anybody here should be plus $2 to win this tournament. I'd agree there. I mean, it's it's very open. And Sviontek, we saw from the first round that, you know, she is... A little vulnerable on on a, on a quicker surface, so yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see how that how that pans yeah. out. And I mean, I mean, Pe- Pegula has been cut across the board. I mean, I bet Rivers aren't massively shorter than anyone else on, on Pegula. I think she's, you know, winning six love six one. You know, that's a pretty that's a bit of a statement at the start of the competition. And and I, I think I don't think she's going to be tested too much in the opening week. No, obviously the conditions are the key factor here, though. Obviously it's going to change so much, and I feel that you're going to have to look out at the weather forecast as well as the Bet Rivers websites for you have placed your wages here because they are crucial uh, in having a bet in this tournament, especially in the next couple of days because it's going to change very, very quickly and daily and hourly, as we saw last night. So what happens in Melbourne. And let's have a look at the second-round matches. Now, obviously you've got some picks here on the second-round matches, but there's a couple of real standout games for me on the on the second round. Uh, the the one that the two that really jump off the page for me is Caroline Garcia at minus two thirty five against Leila Fernandez at plus one eighty five, and the other one that I think is the match of the second round undoubtedly is the clash between the two uh, young teenagers. Is Radikana still a teenager? She's still a teenager. I think, I think she's, she's twenty now. Oh, I think she's, she's right. twenty okay. now. So one teenager is, is Goff still a teenager? I don't know if I'm showing my age. Goff is still a teenager. Okay, yeah. so the, the two the two young talents, and we'll say uh, Coco <laughs> Goff at minus two eighty six in the American corner. And Emma Raducanu in the uh, the Great British Order at, at plus two twenty. Those two games really do jump off the page for second round matches, don't they? They do. I mean, and we, we've talked a bit about Fernandez Garcia um, 
Fernandez, obviously left-hander, Garcia, who, as as we've discussed, ended last season really well, won the tour finals. And yeah, she's deservedly in the mix uh, to win a first slam. Um, I think the prices are about right. I think Garcia is is rightly favourite for that one. Raducanu Goff. I mean, Raducanu came into this on an injury cloud. I think she slipped in in Auckland. It was. Um, I think she twisted her ankle, but she she's recovered and she did all right in the first round. Uh, Goff I thought she did a lot impressive. more than all right. Actually, to be fair, I mean she she's yeah. vulnerable. I thought her performance was very very. I think arguably that's probably one of her better performance since she won the US Open. I'm not saying for any reason she's coming back, but she's she's going to go in there fancy this game against Goff because Goff doesn't really produce it when I, I fairly to say when the pressure's on at the moment. And, I think, and I'm sure that Raducanu will fancy the reddish opportunity here against Goff. She will. Um, she she has nothing to lose, really. I mean, she's... Since that US Open victory, she has struggled with injuries. She's had a lot of coaching changes. Um, some, and some bizarre... I mean... It was strange. I mean, we go back to when she won the US Open. I thought it was very strange the way they ditched the coach and they've brought in a couple of other coaches since. And I, I, I suspect I think it's money there's... though, isn't it? It's money, Rory. She, she, that coach was her school teacher. It was a school coach, wasn't it? He was her school yeah. coach from a school in Orpington. Suddenly she's won the, the US Open and they're thinking, hang on a minute, we don't, we don't need him anymore. Uh, and, and we need a better one, and it hasn't worked. Yeah, yeah. interesting that you use the word we. I mean, I, I suspect well, I think the team, the parents, I think the, the yeah, management team. I... I think when they went into that US Open, they were qualifiers and didn't that. Well, by the time they come out of it, the Radio Carnage team was bigger than the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel, I feel there's a little bit of. I don't want to sound too controversial. Here. Do you remember in golf, the women's golf, there was a the, the former world number one Lydia Ko mm. from New Zealand. And she was brilliant. She was world number one and she won a load of tournaments. And her swing coach was David Ledbetter, who worked with Nick Faldo for years. And and it was almost like because she wasn't winning every week, that wasn't good enough. And so the parents got rid of Ledbetter and unsurprisingly, her form dropped off a cliff. Mm. And I feel... Like, I just get the feeling there's things you hear. There's a similar sort of dynamic here. There are decisions being taken that look surprising from the outside. And I think they're being made because she had this amazing success. And I kind of, I remember at the time, it's quite funny. I remember at the time when she won the US Open, we had a, there was a few Twitter debates let's say and i i expressed the opinion that i i would be surprised if she won another slam because things went so right for her at flushing meadows that year she didn't face a top 10 player she steamrolled pretty much everyone um and i said you know wait till she gets on the tour other players to work her out it's not going to be so easy and she's had injuries and everything else so I think because that success wasn't replicated so soon, there's been a bit of panic and they've kind of tried to make quick fixes and and it hasn't quite worked. And, you know, she's young. She has had injuries and players have started to work her out because when she won the US Open, she had that element of surprise. 
No one really, okay, she had that bit of a run at Wimbledon, but no one really had seen her. No one really knew what her strengths were. Now she's been on the tour. Everyone's seen her. They've all got videos now. They've all seen what she's like and they've, they've, they've worked her out. So now she has to change. She has to, and this is, you know, this is what happens when you're a top player. You have to improve and you have to adapt. She hasn't done that yet. And and partly it's because she's had quite a few injuries. She hasn't been able to. So she's still very much a work in progress. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say, you know, I, I said I'd be surprised if she wins another slam. She could still win slams. She's She's obviously talented. She's got so much potential. She's won a slam, but it's hard. It gets harder now. And Coco Goff's been through the same. You know, she she arrived as a was it fourteen? Did she beat Venus when she was fourteen? Yeah. I was at, at that Wimbledon. Game. I was at yeah. that match. I was there. Yeah, I was watching that game, and then I I, I was betting so it was Venus at all prices in play. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way this girl can be able to sustain a, this form. But the thing is, with the thing with Ramacardo, and we 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 need to move on to the bets in a minute. But we just yeah. wrap up Ramacardo on a perspective. She got too much too quick. And she she yeah. comes from nothing, and you know she suddenly she's she's a she's a Grand Slam champion. But she's won a Slam. She's done more than yeah. most people will ever. So, do. so the it's good so chances are that she will she will never play, and she'll never win a Grand Slam because there could be a time where she's twenty five and she's burnt out, and she yeah. you know she can meet a, a a male model or she can meet a, a a pop star and and settle down and have a family at twenty five because you know that's what we've seen a lot of these young tennis players do Kornikova, Sharapova, you know, Sharapova obviously went a bit more for a career, but there's a lot of players, Capriati, they were burnt out. And she's obviously yeah. she's done so much so soon that the thing is, the likelihood of, of her grinding out till she's 32, 33, playing on the tour, trying to win Grand Slams, she got too much money. She got a head turned by Vogue and, and her parents suddenly, <laughs> uh, suddenly wanted a bit of it and it, and it hasn't worked. Now she's got to play on tennis. And, and you know, the other thing is that she doesn't like she's enjoying it as much as she used to. She loved. She was a refresher. No. And also, one other final point is, is that she people forget that before she won the the um, the US Open, she had a panic attack at Wimbledon in the fourth round. Yes, she did. Now, she, the pressure got to her. So anyway, it's going to be an interesting one because these two young girls are, are sort of they 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 probably will look at them and think you know they off as the the player that will will win majors, much more majors than Raducanu, and Raducanu's got to get her game. Back going so that is a really interesting one but you it is and i think bets. yeah i'm sorry just quickly on that one golf i mean we've mentioned i mean i, th- I expect golf to win this comfortably her her issue is when she faces the top players when she faces top tens her record against top 10 players is poor as i've mentioned before so expect golf to win that fairly comfortably but as the tournament progresses things will obviously get harder my picks are the top two now the top two, the top match is almost a battle of the walking wounded. Uh, Carolina Mukova, who I think is an excellent player. She beat Barty in the Australian Open two years ago. She's really struggled with injuries since then, pretty much. Um, but she thrashed Lesia Serenko in the first round, 6-2-6-1. 25 winners to 20 unforced errors. 25 winners in a 6-2-6-1 is pretty good going, <laughs> considering they didn't play that much tennis. Um, Collins reached the final here last year, had her left knee taped up midway through the first set. She needed a medical timeout. That left knee has troubled her a lot. She she talked about it afterwards. She's torn the meniscus. She's torn cartilage in that left knee. Um, she looked okay. Uh, she was stretched in the first round. Um, but 
I think at the prices, Mukova has to be the play here at plus 143. Um, I think she's looking good. And, you know, if she is fit, if she is fully fit, I expect Mukova to go a long way. And I, 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 I admit that if is doing a lot of work there because she hasn't really been fit for the last couple of years. Collins, with that knee issue against Kalinskaya, you know, went went to a third set. I would have expected her to win a bit more comfortably than that. Um, I think Mukova is going to be tough, and um, I think Mukova's a good bet. Mukova, but you said it's your best bet of the day, Mukova at plus 143? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I mean, the other one is the one just below that, and you know, we I opposed Zachary in the first round, didn't get it done at all. But uh, Deanna Schneider's interesting. She's Russian, but now she plays, uh, as I saw a video from Russia to Rayleigh, she now plays for the University of North Carolina. And uh, she won the doubles uh, at the US Open, the, the girls' doubles at the US Open. Um, she won her first round match and was quite impressive uh, in doing so. Um, against Christina Kukova. Uh, it was close. I mean, it was 7-6, She hit 39 winners. She did make 44 unforced errors. But, um, you know, she in qualification, she beat the US Open girls champion, Robbie Montgomery, who's a player to watch for the future. Um, but Schneider, she's plus 380, and I think that's a big price. Zachary won her opener against UA Yuan. Um, I was making the case that Zachary can have the odd off day. But the thing that helps us here is Zachary does not have a good record against left-handers. Her record against lefties is two and four. In the last few months, she lost to China's Zhi Wang at the US Open. And Wang was then number 75 in the world. In the United Cup just last month, um, yeah, or earlier this month, I should say, she went down to Martina Trevisan, who's a clay court specialist, the Italian, reached the semis to the French. Um, and that was on hard courts, but you know she lost to someone who she should not have been losing to, and I think there's an angle there with the left-handers. So um, I was looking at the other bets, like to win a set and whatever, but I think I'm just going to stick for Schneider to win at plus three eighty, and and hopefully we can claw back some of those losses from round one. So we're going to go for two outsiders, two 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 big nice price outside Mukova. Yeah, Mukova and Schneider at plus one forty three, and Schneider at plus three eighty. Schneider is the first game on, so it, hopefully the weather forecast won't be too bad. You want to get your bets down early on that Schneider. Uh, you can, you you know Rory's given a pick here, but. You might look at the markets. So many different markets. So you can get Schneider with a nice game handicap. Uh, you can get yeah. a, the total games could go over if you like the underdog as well. So have a look at the Bet Rivers website and have a look at those picks. There's those two picks for Rory. So Mukova and Schneider, both outsiders, uh, as he looks to uh, to build a bit of bank and get. Oh, no, good thing about backing outsiders, yeah. One 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 of them wins and you're in profit. That's that's the way to look at it. Um, just before we say goodbye, Rory, just look at the other games there and just see what you. Is there anything there that you you want to talk about? Obviously, we've spoken about Sriontek. We're not convinced about her as a tournament winner, but we can, we can look at the odds. You can't make a case against her at minus 2,000. <laughs> no. Uh, Lady she... Fernandez and Garcia is a, is a tremendous one. What about Pekula? That looks a tricky little game. And Kvitova, you know, we never really know what Kvitova turns up. And she's got a very difficult opponent, is not she? I think so, yeah. I think I expect Pegula to win fairly comfortably against Sasanovic. I don't think Sasanovic has the, the tools to trouble her. Yeah, I... 
I was very close to black backing Kalanina here. Kalanina, I, I still might before the off. <laughs> I, I, I just think we've mentioned, especially with the weather, mm. Kvitova likes it quick. And, you know, if it's not hot as it has been, it's a bit cooler, that will count against Kvitova and her serve. And Kalanina is is a good player. Um, we've seen that already this season. So I, it's it could well be priced about right. And I'm I'm not keen enough to back it, but it's definitely one that's interesting. If you were asking me where I think the shock is, I think that's the shock in the conditions. Yeah. I think uh, Kalanina is definitely a player uh, that you want to follow in the next uh this year, or I think she's going to be at some big scouts. I think Kvitova, looking at if you look at the her metrics and her stats, that serve isn't as powerful as it used to be, and she's so reliant on that serve. If that serve goes, you you will uh, you're in trouble. And the one thing that used to be the case with Kvitova, and it, it's not so much now, but it used to be there was no player that played more three set matches uh, than <laughs> Kvitova. She played more three set games than anybody else this year. She, she was played- nicknamed. She was nicknamed. It was she. Her name would be P three T R A Petra with a three yeah, yeah. instead of the E. Because exactly, she's... I used to play her. I used to play her total games when they were eighteen and a half, <laughs> nineteen and a half, seventeen half of those kind of matches, and used to cash quite a lot. But this yeah. year, she's played six games on tour, five wins and one defeat, and all of them have been straight sets wins. There hasn't been one that's gone the distance. But you know, she hasn't she's had the, She hasn't had the <laughs> opposition. Due. She hasn't played that great opposition compared to what she's going to play here and. Uh, Kalanina is definitely a, a tasty proposition. So I, I'm not going to give an official pick because that, that's your business. But uh, I think if I was looking for an outsider to go with, for me to get with, uh, Kalanina would, would be the one. And also with Kvitova, she has so many temperament wobbles. You know, she she, her, she she's so composed one minute, then all of a sudden she can't get a serve in and she loses four games on the spin. So that's always makes her a poseable bet when there's a game handicap, particularly when there's a big game handicap, you know, she's three and a half favorite here. I wouldn't be ruling that Kalina plus three and a half. So there is a few angles on the. Yeah. And, and just quickly, just sure. quickly, Nigel, sure, sure. if if you're looking for a reason to bet Kalanina as well, in the first round, she beat Coco van der Vee, who's a big server. Mm. And she dealt with that very, very well. I mean, her return stats were very good. Uh, and she also had 20 winners against 11 unforced errors. So I'm almost talking myself into a bet here, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold off. But I think there is, there are reasons to back Kalanina against Kvitova. I think Kvitova is one player that a bookie sees and suddenly thinks because her name's Kvitova and because it's fast, because it's grass or when it's when it's grass and when it's obviously a hard call and it's going to be fast. She's always someone I think is a 33 to one shot, but we're still seeing money at 16s. She's always, 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 in my opinion, overvalued by the books because they know that there's public support for her. And I, and I, and, I, and if you look at her record at slams, she, she's yeah. she hasn't done much since she last yeah. won Wimbledon. I mean, she I think she no. maybe one final, but and I think with the conditions tomorrow, I think it'll be a lot slower. So um, I think that doesn't suit her whatsoever. So there is three outsiders we're going to go for. <laughs> Mukherjee at plus one forty three, Schneider at plus three eighty. And uh, I'm going to write him with uh, Kalalina. But we won't put that down as an official play, but uh, that would be my pick if we were going to have a 
a little bit. Um, Rory, uh, I'm going to probably won't speak to you this week. We'll have a, a chat again at the early part of next week and um, okay. in the latter stages of the of the tournament. And hopefully Garcia will be there and hopefully Pegula will be there and we'll be looking good for her. And Conservate. And Conservate. Yeah, she got through as well. Who we haven't even mentioned. So there we go. You even got a name in twice. And Conservate. And conserv- <laughs> get those Conservate mentions up. It's, uh, it's the regular bet here. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please remember to download us and whatever podcast provider you have on the Game Better Match on the Betting Weekly uh, on the podcast. And on from YouTube, you can follow us at the Bet Rivers Network. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a rate and review and a thumbs up. And also you can follow us at Because We Win on our Twitter handle, which we, we share with all the fabulous handicappers we have here, not only on the tennis, but on the uh, soccer across Europe uh, and all the other sports that uh, we cover on the Bet Rivers Network. Um, Rory, thank you very much. Enjoy the tennis tonight. I, I've had, I, I haven't, I didn't have any sleep last night. I had a problem with my phone that kept me up all night because it, it just froze on me. Oh, and no. I stayed up and watched tennis and I ended up watching more rain falling and showers. <laughs> and, and I've stayed up all through. This is the annoying thing that pe- people who don't bet on any other sport, tennis is a real crucial. I had about five bets last night and I stayed up all night and not one of them was completed yet. I've got to go oh. into the whole day tonight and I'm, I'm absolutely shattered. So I'm going to try and have, I'm going to have a, a little sleep, wake up and, uh, hopefully back a few of these women's matches and cash some tickets tomorrow. Take care, everyone, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.